0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Prog Mojo. This is episode number 32 and you're with me, Simon Chait on 92.9 River FM. And it's an exciting return to Australian 1970s prog rock artists this week. This week will be our final week exploring Aussie prog rock artists from the 70s. Next week, we'll return to international artists and we'll kick off from the 80s And so it's an exciting time for prog mojo as we have a decade change starting from next week. Okay, so tonight we'll be looking at our last exploration of progressive rock groups that are connected to Australia from around about the late 60s right through to the 70s. There's plenty more Aussie prog rock bands, including a whole swathe of them that have been around since the turn of the century. But we'll get to them another time. Today we're heading back to the 70s for a last little look at some of our local progressive talent. I'm going to look at four artists tonight. These are Tully, First Light, Ian McFarlane and Aleph. Let's start with Tully. Tully were an Aussie prog rock group from the late 60s right through towards the end of the 70s. They were formed in 1968 in Sydney when bassist John Blake got together with Michael Carlos on keys Richard Lockwood on flute and Robert Taylor on drums. Tully's members were all virtuosic musicians and this heavily contributed to the impressive reputation that they had for providing an adventurous and polished performance. They made some waves in the Sydney underground scene before creating a real name for themselves in Melbourne. All four of these seasoned performers met in the 1968 lineup of Levi Smith's Clef, a Sydney R&B band led by singer Barry McCaskill. They all left Smith's Clef in late 1968 to form Tully, which was influenced by loads of different genres, including pop, R&B, soul, jazz, classical, folk, and psychedelic rock. Unusually for the time, Tully played mostly original music with a heavy emphasis on improvisation. Tully soon recruited singer, guitarist, and flautist Terry Wilson, and the band signed to the Australian division of EMI Records, and released their self-titled album in July 1970. This album spent eight weeks in the top 40 album charts and reached number eight. Let's kick off our listening pleasure tonight with a combination of tracks from Tully's debut album. Here's part one of Side One, comprising of three tracks. Firstly, You Realize, You Realize, then La Nave Bleu, and finally, Do You Ever Think of Nothing.
1: Shoot!
2: Yes, I do. When I'm near to dreaming, just like you, try to think of something, and I couldn't think of nothing. Do you ever think of nothing? Yes, I do. With the dawning and the closing of each day, when our dreams are also. Try to think of something, and I couldn't think of nothing. Do you ever think of nothing? Yes, I do. La 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 Oh la Try to think of something, but I couldn't think of nothing. Do you ever think of nothing? I
1: I'm a floating of each
2: day When our dreams are all so far away oh, I try to think of something. Oh, I couldn't think of nothing I'm a floating of nothing Something, but I could think of nothing. Do you ever think of nothing? Yes, I do. With the dawning and the closing of each day, when our dreams are all so far away, try to think of something, but I could think of nothing. Do you ever think of nothing? Yes, I do. But I could think of nothing. Do you ever think of something? Yes, I do. With
1: the morning and the closing of each day, yeah. when I dream the so far
2: away, I try to think of something. But I couldn't think of nothing. Do you ever think of nothing? Yes, I do.
0: And that was Tully with the trio of songs from their debut album. You Realize You Realize, La Nave Bleu, and Do You Ever Think of Nothing. Hi folks, this is Rob Hurst from Backsliders, and you're listening to River FM 92.9. Yes, that's right, exactly. Thanks, Rob. Next up we're going to have a listen to Sea of Joy Part 1. This was taken from Tully's second studio album, which was recorded as a soundtrack for a surf film of the same name His Tully with Sea of Joy Part 1. tully with sea of joy some great sounds and very 1970s feel to it next up we're going to look at first light these guys were local to the northern rivers and were a short-lived 70s jazz fusion progressive rock band featuring john gray on guitars harry freeman on pianos moog synths and strings graham jesse on saxophones Alan Freeman on bass and vocals, ex-ACDC drummer Ron Carpenter on Mellotron drums and vocals, also with percussionist Gerald Frape and three vocalists, Marion Henderson, Beth Freeman, and Jeanette Freeman. They released their only album on the MFS label after it had been recorded at Music Farm Studios in Curabel in northern New South Wales, not too far from here. Here's the title track from the album. Here's First Light with First Light. Oh, <laughs> local band First Light with their track First Light. Next up we have First Light with uh, track two of their album his Emerald Tide. local band First Light with their track Emerald Tide. That was the second track from their album. You've been listening to me, Simon Chait, and this has been 92.9 River FM. The show is called Progmojo, and this is episode 32. We're going to head into some messages right now, and I'll see you back for part two of tonight's Prog Mojo shortly. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Simon Chait and you're with me for part two of episode 32 of Prog Mojo. It's 92.9 River FM that you have tuned into tonight. Okay, next up we're going to meet Aussie electronic progressive muso Ian McFarlane. He began his career in the mid to late 60s, playing around Melbourne in coffee houses, etc and during the 70s he started experimenting with cutting-edge technology and eventually stepping into his role as a progressive electronic musician. In 1978 he began recording under the name Violet Lightning, which was based around a specific style of Japanese writing and poetry. His first album was called Violet Lightning Void Spirit and it was released in 1979 on the Neutron Star label. It was held to critical acclaim by some critics, and was considered a highly successful album by some of his electronic artist peers, such as Cybertron, Rainbow Generator and Tangerine Dream. His second album, Back From Beyond, was released under his own name in 1980, while his third album, Planetarium, was released in 1987. All six sides of his three albums contained a suite of tracks presented as one track. In effect, over his entire career, Ian McFarlane only released six tracks each over 20 minutes in length. Tonight, we're just going to play the first half of side two of his second album. Here's Ian McFarlane with an excerpt from Sunfish Sweet. I was floating
2: out into the universe. My mind was floating free. I had begun to hate myself and just wanted to be me. Floating out into the universe, my mind was floating free. I had begun to realize that space is just the sea. The sunfish was swimming through the oceans, on its journey that has no end.
0: The universe of the sunfish is in all our heads, and in the meanest day, the joining of two eternities. And that was Ian McFarlane with an excerpt from The Sunfish Suite, taken from the second side of his second album, Back From Beyond. And our final artist for the night is the Aussie band Aleph, spelled A-L-E-P-H. These guys were based in Sydney and started their musical journey in 1974 before moving up to the north coast of New South Wales to the Northern Tablelands. Founding members include drummer Ron Carpenter, Dave Froggett and Dave Hyatt, all of whom were former members of the Armadale band Bogislav. Originally, Aleph was a six-piece band and they played mainly originals using Mellotrons, Moogs, Oberheim synths and complex guitar effects as well as traditional rock instruments. Their music was described as full-blown symphonic rock similar to Yes, Genesis and King Crimson. They are considered pioneers in progressive rock within Australia. By late 1974, Aleph had begun playing gigs around Sydney and were fast gaining a reputation as musicians of the highest calibre. However, these early years turned out to be quite difficult with a significant financial loss as a result of a national tour in 1976 and 77. And then, having recorded their first and only album, Surface Tension, in 1977, the band were unhappy with the recording quality I wanted to re-record the tracks, but Warner Brothers refused their request and released the album anyway. It wasn't long before the band and the label went their separate ways. In 1979, Aleph relocated to Byron Bay and spent the next few years playing heaps of local gigs, and by the time they disbanded in around 1983, they'd managed to pay off most of their outstanding debt. Here's Aleph with track one from their album Surface Tension. The song is called banshee. was Aleph with Banshee and finishing off for today. Let's have a listen to one more. This is Aleph with Mountaineer. This was track five from their album Surface Tension. Mountaineer. you've been listening to the great sounds of Aleph with their song Mountaineer. Well, that's it for Prog Mojo for today. You've been listening to me, Simon Chait, on 92.9 River FM, and I look forward to the pleasure of your company the same time, same place next week as we start our exploration into international prog rock groups that were founded in the 80s. Until then, folks, just remember the one thing, whatever you do, don't forget, prog on.